Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good right now. How yeah, are you? your your fast your fast drink of wine. Yeah, I don't know why I drink it so fast. I just well, I think I have a problem. If I'm holding a beverage, then it just then it's like yeah, like it doesn't matter if it's a coke or a water, whatever. If I'm holding it, it constantly is being drank. Okay, okay. Um, and so made the mistake of holding my wine. Oh, well, that's okay. What kind of wine is it? Since we can just go straight into that. Okay, well, I'm excited to talk about it. Yay! Yep, because I think we have talked about this wine several times on the podcast, but never actually tried it until now. Um, <laughs> this is Fit Vine. Fit so, Vine. Yeah, it's they market themselves for, um, you know, wine for uh, athletes or wine for healthy people or wine for the fitness community or whatever. Low sugar wines for healthy yep. people. Okay. Yep. Um, but the reason that I originally looked into it was because, um, they, I don't know if it was an article or how I heard about this, but, um, they apparently use very minimal sulfites. It does still contain sulfites, but it is like literally like what's on the grapes and that's it. They don't add any, uh, sulfite preservatives like some other wines do. And so that's why I originally... Um, looked into it, but then never bought it because you had to order it off the internet. Right. So right. last week I w- went, stopped by my local liquor store here and they had some. Oh, and so nice. I was like, well, there we go. I'll go ahead and try it. So I'm drinking the Pinot Grigio. Okay. Um, okay. 2020 California blend. Okay. Um, yep. And so this says, because it has less sugar, it only has, for a five ounce serving, it has 109 calories and two. F- 0.5 grams of carbs nice. um which i don't know how that compares i think a normal glass of wine has maybe 130 calories i don't know how many carbs that but, sounds about right um yeah uh but the interesting thing was so i drank this i opened this bottle on friday uh-huh. and i was just doing catching up on some it was in the evenings but i was catching up on some work email and just kind of drinking um this as i was sitting there but I didn't really feel tipsy, and so I thought, I was like, oh, wow, this is weird. Like, is there something to do with the sugar content that I don't feel tipsy? You know, what's going on? Right. And I had probably two and a half glasses of um, wine that night, and didn't I didn't feel like I was tipsy in the slightest. Okay. But fast forward to today, and obviously I had a glass. <laughs> I don't even know if it was a full five ounces. Um, and I had a glass of wine, and I am obviously a little tipsy, so I think... <laughs> Whatever was happening Friday, maybe I had a large dinner, uh, mm. you know, that soaked it up. But yeah, so I really or you just like drink this. it very, very fast. Or well, you know, it's true. just you're you're actually not tipsy. It's just my effect on you. That is that is so true. <laughs> yes, I like that version. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say anyway. Yes, uh, awesome. But I haven't. So I haven't. This I've only tried the white wine. Haven't tried the red wine. But next time okay. I go back, I will get the red wine and and report how that is. But yes, so far I do you. recommend. It is good. Okay. I mean that's uh, that's always a good thing. A little bit less sugar is probably a good yeah. thing. Speaking of which, Thomas uh, said that I have been eating Polynesian sauce and therefore I have been cheating on my um sugar stuff because we ended up somehow with a stock of polynesian sauce from uh chick-fil-a at some point uh-huh. and just like a whole bunch of little packets and so i just will take them and eat them with you know pretty much everything but anytime <laughs> we have chicken nuggets for sure yeah like even if they're not chick-fil-a chicken nuggets are gonna be better with polynesian sauce and so today thomas was just like i you know i think that counts as a sweet <laughs> <laughs> and i was like no it's a sauce <laughs> yeah um, yeah, I would agree. I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I am certain that it has probably a lot of added sugars. Yeah. But I think eating that sauce is way different than eating a cookie. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> we're, 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 we are in agreement and uh, I have not yes. cheated. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Though I did, I did, I will say, um, in full transparency, I decided this week that, um, 
I could make an allowance for uh, weeks on which my my uterus is unhappy to okay. have okay. Uh, one piece of dark chocolate. Okay. <laughs> and that would not count. I think that's fair. <laughs> that is like, very fair. There is no way I'm going to be able to get through this week without some type of chocolate. No. I'm going to die. And dark chocolate is the best. Like, it's actually supposed right. to be good. Like, from a multiple... Multiple stand like uh, antioxidants detox or, or something. Yeah, antioxidants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. So, so. and it's, it's supposed fine. to not make your blood sugar spike, which is the whole thing with sugar. Yes. It makes your yeah, you crash. Blah blah blah. Exactly. And so, dark chocolate's not supposed to do that. So, yeah, I think yeah, I'm good with that. Yep. Yep. So that's been that's been happening this week. <laughs> dark chocolate has been consumed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we'll just be honest there. Yep. Um. All right. Well, outside of that, anything else to report about your your week, your your stuff, things that are happening with you? Yeah, I've had a um, well, I originally thought I was like, you know, I didn't nothing happened this week. I've kind of just been kind of <laughs> mad, whatever. But um, I forgot. So um, first, James, James's last day with his company <gasps> was last week. So last. That's right. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, and so he is now a freelancer, mm-hmm. and he worked all weekend and launched his company this week. Woo! Um, it's called Ren Logic, like Ren as in the bird. W R E N. Uh, we will put a po- we will put a link in the show notes. Renlogic.com. Um, yeah, we need. To, oh, we need to come up with a jingle. Yes. <laughs> because um, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sing things. Um. But, um, and also, there's a really cute story about, well, I guess I should say his company does marketing analytics and helps with marketing, like digital marketing type stuff. Oh, um, look at that nice looking man there. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the the story, he has a story on his website about why he picked that name. And um, he really likes birds. He's always liked birds. And that's kind of where we kind of went with with the name. But there's a really, I think, cute story about when we, I think, yeah, it was 2013. So we were married. But it was Uh when Twitter was kind of still kind of first, kind of newer. And um, iPhones were kind of newer. And we, I don't think they really had passcodes or no one really used them. And so, or maybe I just knew the passcode. I don't know. But anyway, we were out somewhere and James was like, here, hold my phone. I'm going to the bathroom. I don't know why he told me to hold his phone. Maybe he didn't have pockets. I don't know. Anyway, I was holding his phone while he was in the bathroom. Yes. And I thought I was being so clever. And I was like, I'm going to do a fake tweet of you and make you say something that's going to be so embarrassing. And I tweeted, I like birds. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so, funny. So James comes back and I'm just grinning. I think I actually ear- remembered this happening. <laughs> yeah. We used to be actually pretty entertaining on um, Twitter because it was when we were kind of first dating, first married, and we would kind of go back and forth with things on Twitter, and it was pretty funny. But um, I mean, and that's—I mean, I'm sure we've talked about this on this podcast at some point. But that's how we all met. Yes, exactly. Um, Yeah, that's that's how I met uh, my spouse Thomas, and yeah, that's how we both met you guys. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we had we had like our own little Twitter club. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. But um, I come back and or he comes back from the bathroom and I'm grinning ear to ear. And he was like, what? And I was like, I did something. And I was like, I posted a tweet under your account. And he was like, what? You know, like, what? what? And, and then he saw it and he was like, well, yeah, I do like birds. And that was just the most nefarious thing that I can think of. And I think that speaks to my personality that that was the most nefarious thing I could think of. But anyway, so yeah, so he puts that in the story, which I think is really cute. He does a little screenshot of the tweet, and then he tells the story of, like, the personality of Rins and, and kind of why he picked that bird in particular. And so yeah. it's, it's a good little read. I I, I highly recommend yes. it. Yes. And then there's, like, the, the, the Irish folk song, you know, the Wren, the Wren, oh. the Wren, the King of All Birds, St. Stephen's Day was on the Yes. Yeah, yeah, that one. Well, I didn't know that was a song, but he links to the story <laughs> yeah. in his blog I'm, I'm post. I'm looking at his, at his blog post right yes, now. Yes, yeah. Let me think about it, yeah. And uh, so I like that story, too. But um, 
But also, so not only that's exciting because he launched his website and, uh, you know, so it's kind of, we'll see where this goes. But um, since he's now free of being chained to the corporate desk, he (laughs) met me for lunch this week, which is like the first time that we've met for lunch in like years. Probably like five years or more, five or six years. Well, because you've always, as, as, as I have understood it, you have not lived close to your workspace yeah, um, not to, no. Since since leaving Knoxville, <laughs> correct? So, yes, and yeah. and um, and probably, even when you were in Knoxville, you weren't really close to your workspace. Let's be honest, but yes. no, right? Yeah, but <laughs> James had a very flexible job. So when he worked for uh, for Ron Raider Advertising, they would quit at twelve. Like that oh, was wow. the end of their day. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah. would just come meet me for lunch, and it didn't matter how far away we lived. Um, and then right. when he got. When when uh, Ron Raider Advertising sold to Dicom Marketing, um, you know he had to work a normal job and could only take like an hour for lunch. And so, um, with both of us being, I think we've typically lived well in Knoxville. We lived for sure thirty plus minutes, and then now we live about twenty minutes. But um, you know, it's hard to travel that distance plus eat yes. and then get back in an hour. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and so now he's free, and he's just like, yeah, whatever, and come meet you for lunch. He's, Does, ha, ha, he's free as a bird. He's free uh, as a bird! Ha! <laughs> Sorry. Perfect, perfect. No, don't apologize. I love it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so it's been a very exciting week. Uh, tonight awesome. is the first night. No, 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 not tonight. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the first night he's cooking dinner. So nice, I'll have to nice. report back on that next week. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes. So he's completely planned the grocery list and everything this week, meals and groceries. So I'm excited to see what I eat this week. Because <laughs> I have no idea. It's going to be like fish sticks and fish fries. <laughs> yeah, probably. That's his go-to. Like if I'm out of town, he does those Tyson chicken tenders that you just heat and yep. the, they're frozen. Yeah. So yep. uh, that's his go-to. So, yep. I think you're right. It'll be Tyson chicken tenders uh, probably every night. And tater tots. Tater tots. Yep. <laughs> no, you'll definitely have to, to let us. That I guess I was I was saying what would happen if I was in charge of the food. Uh, <laughs> which would be just like that is what happens every yeah. day pretty much. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. If I, whenever I come home, if Thomas, Thomas has not started a supper, then I'm like, well, we've got <laughs> some fish sticks. Uh, uh, <laughs> we've yep. got some corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I did make hamburgers on Friday night, I think. Mm, okay. um, so I good. did do that. That was good. Yeah. Um, and I made, uh, or was that Thursday night? Anyway. One night I made hamburgers, and the next night I made um, uh, manwich. Uh, sloppy oh juice. yes! Sloppy juice. Oh, so man. we had uh, we had a couple of red meat rich foods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well. Well, uh, you can make uh, manwiches with turkey, ground turkey. I could. I should get some ground turkey. It's mm-hmm. like the only problem is that so for us. It's not a problem. It's it's a it's a blessing. But part yeah. of the reason why we tend to gravitate towards red meat meals is because you know, we have a freezer full of yeah. cows that oh. that are from our uh, you know from our yard. Yeah. Um, so you know, <laughs> yeah, I say our yard, our fields, and uh, so it's like okay, well, I guess we'll go and get some more of our uh, grass-fed, very <laughs> local as in. Yeah, very local. Right, right outside our door, um, meet and eat that because it's, you know, free. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, um, anyway, that's. Uh, what would you do if you had uh, heart disease in your family? Would you just start growing turkeys? <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have the we do have the wild turkeys, and maybe we should just start hunting the turkeys. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's like turkeys thirty and freaking turkeys that just like. You know, saunter into our yard at any given moment, and um, I mean, like, you know, we, trespasser. We have, we have one or le- one or two less of those, and then yeah, I mean, surely you could take. I wonder if you could take live game to the slaughterhouse and say, "Grind this up for me." I think so. Hmm. I don't have to take deer. I did. <laughs> so many tangents. I did <laughs> actually uh, have Thomas uh, teach me how to shoot again this weekend. Oh. Um. 
So I did spend some time on the quote unquote range of the backyard. There's a lot. I keep saying yard. Like you guys have to understand there's like 10 <laughs> plus acres of land yeah. around us. Like there's a, it's not a yard. It's, it's, it's our property, I suppose. Yes. yes. So uh, we went to the, to the back of the property and uh, did some, some target practice. And I shot all the cans, all mm-hmm. the Coke cans. I felt very proud of myself. Nice. Um, and so maybe I should, maybe the next step is to, you know, learn how to shoot a bird. Yeah. Not not a wren, not a nice bird. No, absolutely not. Not one of those types of birds, but like. Well, a, it would be a, clever and it would outsmart you. It would, and that's it would true. escape. I would not be able to shoot a wren. But a turkey, a turkey, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if I could shoot a turkey. I, let's be honest. But, um, you know, maybe that's the next step. Yeah. In my I don't think I could, training. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could shoot a live animal, but I can eat turkeys and chickens, you know. Yeah. Whatever. But I was thinking, I like, I don't know. I have, I have like all these horrible doomsday ideas about like where we're moving towards and in the world. And so I was like thinking just today, actually, I was like, I should go, we should go trout fishing and then I should let Thomas's uh, dad teach me how to clean fish and like clean animals <laughs> that way I know it's like for the inevitable future in which we're just like hunting to survive uh-huh. i'll know what to do in that case i didn't anyway. know you were so dark Devin. i don't know man I, it's been it's been uh the, the political landscape is bumming me down which we'll get into a little bit later here too uh, so. okay that's why um, i just ignore it yeah that's i mean that's a good plan <laughs> <laughs> that's it's working nice, pretty good nice way, so nice way to be nice way to be anyway I am glad you had a great week, though. That's good. Yeah, thanks. That's good. So, okay, first, what are you drinking? And then you can go into your week. Okay. So but what priorities, am, you know. Yes, priorities, of course. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. Uh, I am drinking an organic brew doctor kombucha. Ooh. Yeah. So what flavor? It is, it is the clear mind. So it's got rosemary, mint, sage, and green tea. Sounds good. Um, Sounds good. So I'll link to that too as a, let's see here, tasting notes on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, bright and invigorating. Mm-hmm. As a fan favorite, this brilliant blend of rosemary, mint, sage, and green tea creates a distinct smooth herbal flavor worth savoring. So yeah. it says it's good for people because it has good a live a live and active probiotic. It's oh, it's, it's for, good for people, not good for people. Right. <laughs> Who else is drinking it? <laughs> it's uh, good for communities because it's a certified B corporation. I don't really know what that means. There's a there's an oh, asterisk. Hold on. I think What's, I do know uh, B corporation. Where's the asterisk? It doesn't. You don't have an asterisk, and then you don't say what it is. Oh no, it has a TM. High standards of verified performance, accountability, and transparency on factors from employee benefits. And, and then it cut off. So, yeah, apparently they're very aware they're and good company. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're good for our planet. They have carbon neutral operations. Yeah. So. All right. That's looks cool. Looks like Matt, Matt Thomas is the founder. So, good job, mm. Matt Thomas. Yeah. Man with two first names. <laughs> but I'll never remember which one's first. <laughs> but I have, a, I have a vendor at work that's. It's either Scott Kelly or Kelly Scott. I can't Who remember. Knows? And so Who knows? Every time I email him, I just say, hey, you. <laughs> just, Hi. And just leave it Doesn't like that. it say on his email which one it is? Uh, well, that's the problem. It's like, I, well, I think, you know, sometimes Outlook will inverse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, so it's even worse. Know. Because, okay. yeah, it's like, is that first name, first name, last name, or that's first, fair. first, first, last, and that because that's not his last name. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, very <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Anyway, back to your kombucha. No, that's good. That's I. But anyway, my point is that it is delicious. Yeah, <laughs> and it is not alcoholic. So yes, yes. Um, you know, so I. Uh, this is one of I. One of the things I've just dis- I've discovered in my trying to find other things to drink that are not uh that's not alcoholic is that kombucha and specifically carbonated kombucha because yeah. i've had like i've had other kombucha before which is mm-hmm. like in the bottles um mm-hmm. that has like 
sludge at the bottom or whatever. Yeah, the mother. Well, I guess that's probably not the mother because the mother's the main piece. But right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. But um, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that kombucha. Like it, it, uh, it tastes too vinegary for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started. There was some kombucha that uh, I think somebody in Asheville makes, and I got it at Three Rivers Market, and it's in a glass bottle with like a you know like a sealed cap, and so mm-hmm. when you it, it's obviously carbonated. And I was yeah. like, I like this. This is good. And so this also, this uh, particular one is carbonated as well. So apparently if I have carbonated kombucha, I like it. But if okay. I don't have carbonated kombucha, I am not a fan. Okay. So okay. That's, that's, yeah. I need the carbonation, I guess. Um, but I really like it. I really like this one. So this is cool. my non-alcoholic drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ramble on 10 minutes rock kombucha it's fine yeah no that's okay um and then uh my week what is how's my week been i don't know dude this week's been a blur um the week has been good it's been uh we had a little bit of a hiccup at school with uh with Kess at the early part of the week but we pulled out of it and mm-hmm. the rest of the week has gone good good um, good it was our first week back from spring break, I believe. And it was, you know, it was kind of hard to get adjusted to to that, especially after the time change. I still haven't gotten used to the time change. Like, my oh, body is still wanting to sleep so long in the morning. Yes. And whenever my alarm goes off, my body is like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope, this is way too early. You were sleeping for another hour. And I'm like, no, but the alarm's going off and there's a reason. And my body's like, uh-uh, <laughs> nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Not doing it. Yeah. Oh, that so. reminds me. I'm not going to interrupt your week, but that reminded me of something to talk about. So I'm making <laughs> I'm gonna it let you. I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, so the the kids were a little crazy coming back from spring break. Um, Not my kids. Well, my kids too, but the kids that are in my class at school where I teach. Um, but overall it has, it has not been bad. I did get out a little bit. So on Wednesday I took, uh, Ashlyn to South Press Coffee in South Knoxville and we Did she did drink care- coffee? Huh? Does, did you say Ashlyn? I took Ashlyn with me yeah, to South does, Press Coffee. Does she but, drink coffee? No. Oh, but okay. They had, they had karaoke. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. at a coffee shop? At a coffee cool. shop, yeah. yeah. So okay. South Press Coffee is like the queer coffee shop in Knoxville. And so it's oh. like the... Um, <laughs> they're kind of so, becoming a hangout. Yeah, like there's yeah. so many things and events that are happening there, which is really cool. And okay. they are a certified sober space. So that's... Oh, we've, okay. we've talked about that before, too. Yes. Um, about how especially the queer community seems to be kind of turning... In Knoxville, at least, is turning into like this sober space yeah um place and um yeah so i was able to take her there and you know she had pepsi so she didn't have tea or coffee uh but they did karaoke and then they had an amateur drag show so that's a wednesday nights now at south press that's what you you get to do and it was a lot of fun um and this will relate, I guess, more into what I'm doing this week. But one of the cool things about uh, going there was the fact that for an amateur drag drag show, basically, you can show up and you don't have to have any experience, basically. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I am ready to perform. So you give them your song <laughs> and you, you they let you get dressed up or whatever. And then you just go. Mm-hmm. And um, so you don't really have to have any experience and you don't really have to be quote unquote any good at it right um you know it's just allowing people to have an opportunity to express themselves it's kind of like open mic for yeah you know you know like for uh musical artists or for poetry artists like you can just go and and do it and people are gonna have your back because that's what a good community does right mm-hmm. and so it was so cool because there were a couple of queens who were much older like older than me older mm-hmm. um who you could just tell this was they were coming into themselves and they were still learning it but they this was probably the first time that they'd ever allowed themselves or one of the first times they've allowed themselves to like be comfortable and feel good about expressing themselves and being mm-hmm. able to play in this medium and 
it was just like you could see that the euphoria that they were feeling was tangible. Like you could, yeah. you could feel it because they were feeling it so hard. And it was just, it was really awesome to be able to to see that. Yeah, um, yeah. And outside of that, you know, it's Ashlyn and Ashlyn kills it at karaoke. So well, of course, yeah. She brought she brought the the stage down. Everyone loves um, her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She is she is a treat. Um, she she is a natural performer. Yes, absolutely. I don't know what I feel like. I need to do something. Like I need to. This is like obviously where she shines. Yeah. But I don't know what. <laughs> like what can what can you do with it? You know, like yeah. I feel like I want to take her places or help or help cultivate this talent in a way that would be. Um, I don't want to say productive because that sound makes it sound like whatever, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a really good talent that she has and I want her to be able to do stuff with it, but I don't really know what to do. You know, like, I don't know. Yes. Like, are there content? I don't, I have no idea. So yeah. Is there some kind of performance school type thing? I I guess not a school, but like performance club. Performance club. club? Yeah. I mean, Like like an adult drama club or something. Right. And I mean, and they do have like there are community theaters and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's just she's she's always lukewarm about community theater because um, or she's been lukewarm about theater. Now, she, it was mostly high school theater mm-hmm. because she didn't necessarily get the parts that she wanted. Right. And okay. so but maybe if it was community theater, it might be different. I don't know. I, I've got to help her exercise as part of herself because yeah you know, i think it's good for her to be able yeah. to get out and and uh express herself and do things and yeah. whatever so so does she practice thing um what are they called like uh, not sets but does she uh practice choreography at home or does she just get on the stage and does what she feels like apparently she practices it at home okay okay i didn't realize that until this time because she's saying um, Who Wants to Live Forever by Queen. Yeah. And she got up there and she's like, oh, wait. And then she went back down and she got her coat. And oh, so she, so she this, knew. Yeah, yeah, so she knew what she was using as a prop. And she had this whole thing where she starts off the song, like, you know, very, like, hunkered down, um, like she's warming herself in front of a fire, that she's cold, and she's so okay. completely, like, you know, enclosed by her coat. And then... At a specific note beat, she throws off her coat and like flings okay. out her arms in this very dramatic display. And I was like, oh, you've been rehearsing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, obviously, she um, yeah. she has some moves and stuff that she does. Yeah. So, it is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not funny. It is really good. But it's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting to me that. There's this whole that. secret thing happening in your basement that you didn't realize. <laughs> Production. Oh, well, that's why it's always so loud down there. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I just didn't, I didn't know that she put that much work and effort into it before. You know, because I go to karaoke and I'm like, find a song that I think I won't completely butcher and then go up there and I'm just like, ain't gotta stop. <laughs> and then I go and hide. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. <I'm> not. <laughs> no. Well, you're doing better than me. I went up there one time and it was with... Two, were you there? You were probably there. I think there. I was. I, I can't remember imagine. you karaokeing with me at one point. Um, I, I don't think, remember where we, we were now. Um, <laughs> I feel like it was um, Asia Cafe, and it was me, you, Jen, Ashlyn, and me. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. We yeah. had a whole thing there. Yep. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I will only, I've only done karaoke one time, only sang <laughs> one time, and it was in a group. So you're doing better than me. Hey, but I got to be there, so that makes me feel happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> so yeah, so we got to do that, and um, and the rest of the the week has been pretty low key. Uh, celebrated my father in law's birthday today, and Yay! Um, and then shot, which I did some shooting, which I said already. And mm-hmm. is there anything else? Circus practice? Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Silk's wow. practicing. I did t- take an extra day as um, in the on Saturday afternoons. I'll do like an open gym at the mm-hmm. circus uh, studio, mm-hmm. and I took advantage of that this Saturday, so that way I was able to try 
you know, do a couple of things or try to remember how to do a few things. Yeah. And at least get a little bit about more exercise in nice know, doing it like that. So, yeah. So, yeah. And I got such, such strong arms. You do. I've seen the proof. I've seen the proof. So, anyway, that was my week. Yeah. So, I guess we could, uh, that can transition into uh, to our topic. Yeah. Which... <laughs> 30 minutes in. Yes. Well, you know, that's okay. Yep. Um, because we were actually going to talk about something completely different, which was uh, yep. still something I was gonna, I was going to research and was going to take the lead yeah. on. So I, I, let's let's be clear. Yes, yes. Let's be very clear. Stacy did nothing for this episode <laughs> and was planning to do nothing for this episode. But you did. You changed the topic yesterday. Yes, on I me. did. Uh, but that doesn't. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered because you were leading the episode either way. So right. I'm just here to uh, to listen. <laughs> To, to be an ear for you to borrow. Right. <laughs> um, because I ended up, like, kind of at the last minute last week, I had seen something online uh, that I wanted to participate in, and I was like, oh, I'll do that this week. And so I did, and I was like, well, now I want to talk about it. So anyway, okay. that's, that's yeah. where we're at. Um, Absolutely. So uh, what, I, what I saw was mm-hmm. a, was a, gosh, I didn't know what you would call it. A movement is not correct it was a hashtag ah, oh, okay <laughs> I, saw, I saw a hashtag that said trans rights readathon um and it was and it had like the dates march 20th to march 26 mm-hmm. and i forget who it was but it was like one of the people i follow was like hey you know you could hear some ideas for books to read for the trans rights readathon and i was like trans rights readathon this sounds like the kind of thon that I could get into. Um, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I uh, clicked on it and then found out a little bit about it. And uh, so what it was, it started off with um, somebody named, I uh, brought this up, Sim Kern. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sim Kern is actually a writer, an author. Uh, Sim Kern, Kern calls themselves a cli-fi author, which I don't know what that means, but now I'm very interested in what that means. Um, yeah. And an enviro journalist. And so there's a few books that they have, have published and have put out there. But um, they basically posted something out there that was just like, hey, cool kids. Uh <laughs> <laughs> if you if you would like, let's do this thing, this trans rights readathon, uh, and they had like a sign up um, sheet where you could sign up for it, and you know say, hey, what's your goal? Who are you going to support? Mm-hmm. And basically, the idea was that you for the whole week you were going to read um, books by trans authors, oh. and then while you were doing that, the idea is that you would donate or you would have a fundraiser to donate money to a trans rights group okay Um, and it could be you know any trans rights groups you wanted to um and uh then you would just like talk about it on whatever social media platform you're using so whether it's Mm -hmm. tiktok or youtube or um i did mine on instagram so uh there you go that's uh yeah so that was like the the basic part of it um it was nice because there were a lot of allowances given for how to do it <laughs> that were like hey if you're a slow reader you could just do a page number goal and I was like, yeah yeah i think i will <laughs> <laughs> because i know how much of a slow reader i am and i was like i don't know if i'll be able to read like several books this week but <laughs> I yeah. could at least read a hundred pages. I I could read a hundred pages at least. Yeah, um, several books in one week. That's difficult. Yeah, that would be very difficult. Wow. Um, there were. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how successful other people were at reading books because they didn't track their progress uh, the way that I was. But yeah. they would have like a stack of books, and they'd be like, "These are the books I'm going to read for the read." And I was like, "There's like they have to just be reading like pieces." <laughs> There's no way. 10 books in this stack. And I don't oh know if maybe gosh. it was like suggestions of like what to read maybe is what oh, they okay, were yeah. trying. I don't know. But I was like, um, sure. Mm-hmm. 
But I did go and I, because um, I decided this on Sunday, so I was completely unprepared. I had one book already, um, which was the first book I read. And it's a very tiny book. It's uh, called Beyond the Gender Binary by mm-hmm. Alec Vade Menon, mm-hmm. who is uh, a very popular uh, tra- trans a- non-binary activist mm-hmm. and comedian. And they're hilarious, but also very thoughtful and heartwarming all at the same time. But the this is a nonfiction book that was basically about, you know, how <laughs> non-binary people and trans people, you know, exist in the world and are real things. And <laughs> yes, you know, uh, and talking a little bit and challenging the responses that they would have um, mm-hmm. by other people and by society. And so that was it was a really good read. Um, it was published by something called the Pocket Change Collective. So I thought that was really cool because it's a it's apparently like a division of Penguin Publishers that does these just like small books with big messages. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like this book was only 64 pages and it's a very small, like oh. you really could put it in your pocket. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and I guess there's a whole collection of them. And the idea is, you know, they're small, but they're mighty. They ask big questions and propose even bigger solutions. So okay. I kind of like that idea it's also a very cute book <laughs> yes so, i like a cute book yeah absolutely you like tiny things and it's I a do tiny like book. tiny things yeah um so i only had i only had the one book and uh so i went online and i looked at some other people's lists of what books to read and i've read several uh trans authors already and trans books already and i was like well, but I don't want to, <laughs> I want to read new books and different books. Yeah. And so uh, recently I just read Gender Queer, which I may have talked about on the show already. Um, I don't think so. A, oh, okay. It's a really good graphic novel. It's, mm-hmm. um, uh, I can't, the author's name is escaping me at the moment, but Gender Queer is, is, is a, a hot um, debate a hot topic for debate right now mm-hmm. because it is a very graphic graphic novel mm. in that it talks about you know <laughs> it, it, yeah. it is it is showing um a person who was assigned female at birth kind of going through a gender crisis throughout their adolescence and you know like that involves parts of your body <laughs> yeah yes so there's there's gonna be it's gonna you know it's not gonna be like if you're going to be honest and open with it, uh, then it's it's not going to be like sanit- sanitary, like sanitized or whatever. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it is a little like gritty and real, but that's what I liked about it because mm-hmm. I was like, this is really good. This is talking about the way that it is. And it's a memoir. So it's the, the author writing about their journey, uh, basically through gender and um, so that was a really good book, and it's definitely one of the ones that's recommended for this for this readathon. But I'd already read it, <laughs> so I was uh, like, "Well, okay, I guess I'll read something else." But yeah. Anyway, so I was combing our our library for books that um, that I could read, and I was having them held. But for whatever reason, it took like three days for the holds to go through. Mm-hmm. So even though I did it on Sunday, I didn't get any of the books until like late Wednesday. No, no, I didn't pick them up until Thursday. It was Thursday before I got any of those books. And I was just like, oh, no. so I was frustrated. But I did eventually get them. Um, yeah. And then the other book that I started reading and haven't finished yet is called Little Fish. And I actually mm-hmm. bought it and it arrived. Okay. Um, by someone named Casey Plett. And mm-hmm. um, it is really good. I'm almost done with it. It is, parts of it are very funny. Parts of it are very um, heartbreaking. But the reason why I gravitated to it and wanted to read it was because the description on the back talks about um, a trans woman basically realizing that her grandfather 
might have been transgender himself. And so the idea was that she's oh. going to discover, you know, these mysteries about her grandfather and kind of connect with that. Um, but I will say that I am on page 236 and we have not discovered the mystery yet. So uh, I don't know how big the mystery is going to be. Wow. Yes. <laughs> it has been, um, you know, like the like that thing that's just right around the corner for the entire <laughs> book. And I'm just like, oh. They're pulling a Stacy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'll get there eventually and then I'll, yeah. I'll know. But right now I'm just like, oh, could you please just tell me? Mm-hmm. Was your grandfather trans or not? I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm really invested. But there's, a, I mean, there's a whole lot of other stuff that's happened in the story. So yeah. it's it's really good. Um, but the, but I've read over a hundred pages now, so I met my goal with that. And mm -hmm. I decided that for a hundred pages, I would raise a hundred dollars. So, and I have, I met that goal today. So yay. Yay. So my goals are met. Ding, ding, ding. Ding. Um, and the organization that I decided to support, uh, mostly because I was able to do it through Instagram without having to like start a separate fundraising thing anywhere or anything yeah. like that. Uh, it's called Trans Lifeline. Okay. Um, and so it's a grassroots hotline um, and it provides direct emotional and financial support to trans people in crisis. Okay. And they have a numbers in the US and in Canada. Mm -hmm. So they're able to, you know, basically help all of these individuals in these different places you call and if you need something they can assist yeah uh so that's that was pretty cool and i was like that's that's a good place for my for yeah. the, for my fundraised dollars to go so um so yeah, yeah i was i was just looking at your instagram and i saw your post earlier that said you're five dollars away and it you had said that your link was in your bio but i don't see the link now oh well maybe because it it because you I, met your I, goal i met my goal yeah, yeah. okay that's possible so but that's fine because it is done I got the only my... link I see is your Devin Corrin, unless. Huh. Uh, that's weird, though, that it would disappear. I don't know. It might be on. If might, are you doing it on the computer? I am doing it on the computer. I think it's only available on the the app on the phone. Oh, so yeah. I'm totally in the dark. So when you said you were going to talk about this, I had no idea because I deleted <laughs> social media off my phone. You did what? Which, yeah, which is probably a totally different topic. Um, I think I'm going to try to schedule some unplugged days where I don't use a electronic device at all. Okay. Um, just for some mental health reasons that I can go into later. But right. um, yeah, so I don't have anything on my phone except for, like, I still have our chat group that we have. Right, and, right. Um, you know, things like that. But otherwise, I don't have anything on my phone. And wow. So, yeah. Um, so it's, <laughs> it's really frustrating when you go to the bathroom and you're like, I don't have anything to look at. <laughs> um, I still get to start reading articles. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I'm just going to have to. I still get emails from Pocket. I don't know if you even, do you know Pocket? I know, I know what Pocket is, but I've never okay. really used it. Okay, so I get summary emails. They're supposed to be once a week, but I don't think they come every week, um, where it's supposed to be like the top articles for the week. And mm -hmm. so I'll look at that. But yeah, I need to I need to bank some articles to start reading or, or put some magazines in the bathroom or something because, <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating not having social media when <laughs> right. you got some time on your hands. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Well, I, like, I always like to take books in the bathroom. Um, yeah. That's just... Sense me but yeah you know so i've definitely done a lot of bathroom reading <laughs> i did how so many, what were you gonna say i was gonna say how many pages of your 100 pages was in the bathroom oh, no i'm just kidding a few. <laughs> yeah a few. i mean it's a good use of time and i mean actually as of right now and i'll still keep reading tonight i've got 236 plus 64 so i don't know how many that is but um, okay wow that is a lot of pages in a week yeah so i actually did read a lot of pages but i yeah. replaced my I, my habit, my nightly habit was to play video games, play Disney Dreamlight um, for an hour before bed. Mm -hmm. And so instead of doing that, I've been reading. Um, so I've had, I've basically replaced that habit for this week with, you know, something that's more enriching. And Yeah. Um, but I do kind of miss Disney Dreamlight. So I am, I, I will be good. I will be glad to get to play that. 
Uh, yes. Even though this has been this has been really good, um, yeah. I do have three other books that I that I got from the library, which I plan to read. Okay. Um, so, and I'll just very briefly share those. One of them I will share because I thought of you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it is a memoir, and it's mm-hmm. called "Good Boy: mm-hmm. My Life in Seven Dogs" by oh. Jennifer Finney Boylan. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it's probably. Um, I don't know how sad it is because I haven't read it yet. Yeah, tell me after you read it. (laughs) Um, But I'll read this little intro here. This is a book about dogs, the love we have for them, and the way that love helps us understand the people we have been. It's in the love of dogs and my love for them that I can best now take the measure of that vanished boy and his endless desire. There are times when it is hard for me to fully remember the mysterious child, his ferocity, and his fragility. Sometimes he seems to fade before me, like breath on a mirror, but I remember the dogs. So, you know, through her transition, she had different dogs, and so she talks about the dogs that she had. Yeah. She's going through these different phases in her life. Mm -hmm. And the support they gave, because dogs are amazing. That's right. That's right. So I'll let you know how that is, and if it's something I think that you would like, and if it's not too too depressing yes um yeah i'm looking for a new book so and i don't and for once i'm not in the mood for like a chick lit kind of book like i i want something i mean i want something that feels good but it can have struggle and everything else but i want you know stuff like that but i don't want a light surface level kind of book i want like a good intense book gotcha so i'm on the i'm on the prowl okay i'll see i'll tell you I'll tell you how that one goes. This next one is Several People Are Typing, a novel by Calvin Kasulk. Kasulk or Kasulke. Um, and it's a work from home comedy where work from home meets <laughs> WTF. Oh my gosh. I bet that is good. <laughs> I bet it is too. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. It, the, uh, it is very much like it's written like a chat, you know. Yeah, I oh, bet it's, it's actually kind of like it's in Slack because it says Slack bot every once uh, in a while. Okay, so I was gonna say I bet that's very similar to the one that we read for book club one time. That was um oh shoot, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it's okay or life's life's. Let's pretend this never happened. I think that was the name of one of the books. I don't know if that's taxidermy. The Jennifer Lawson? Yes. I don't right? know. Let's pretend this. <laughs> I don't know. It is well, Lawson is the correct last name. Is Jennifer the correct first name? I don't know. Jenny what Lawson? Is? Oh, maybe, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yep, it is Jenny Lawson. Yep, yep, okay. yep, yep. Good job. But I bet <laughs> it's very similar to very, like, funny and just, like, crazy stuff happens and, you know. Yeah, it may be. Yep. So I will, uh, I'll let you know how that is. Okay. And then the last one is Sissy, A Coming of Gender Story by Jacob Tobia. Okay. So I don't know what that one is about. doesn't really tell me. Oh, a heart-riching, eye-opening, and giggle-inducing memoir about what it's like when you grow up not sure if you're A, a girl, B, a boy, C, (laughs) something in between, or D, all of the above. (laughs) So I'll probably like that one for obvious reasons. Yes, yes. But anyway... So I'm excited. I like uh, I like reading books, and I've been very focused on reading nonfiction books about ADHD recently because of yeah. this, which yeah. has been good. But like, this has been a nice um, break from that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I need I need uh, I need stories in my life. Like, yes. you know, it's it's one thing to to get the knowledge that you need, which is important. Like nonfiction knowledge is, is a good thing, but Mm -hmm. you know, also stories, please. Absolutely. (laughs) The world of imagination. Exactly. Yep. All right. So, Oh, the one thing I will say is that part of the reason why I felt like this was an important topic right now is because there are, there is just a lot of anti-trans legislative um stuff happening not just in tennessee but 
but definitely also in Tennessee, mm-hmm. uh, but all throughout the country in a lot of different states where um, people are banning gender affirming health care for, um, you know, young people and people are um, they've banned uh, drag shows in public places or places where kids might be able to see drag um, in Tennessee mm-hmm. now. And um, and basically it's like it's very ambiguous. So it's like, hey, you know, you can't be dressed as um, someone of the opposite sex in public, essentially. Like there's wow. a way to read it that way, which is yeah, uh, problematic for, for lots of reasons. Um, yeah. So there, and it's just, there's just so much hate and disinformation and <sighs> bad stuff out there. So that's been part of the mood, part of my dark mood comes from that for sure. Okay. Um, and you know, what I wanted to do was to try to do something positive, um, to kind of work against, work against it. Yeah. Um, so, you know, because it's easy, it is easy to despair when things look so bad, but yes, you know, if you can try to find something good and work towards that, you know, it does, it does make you feel much better. So yeah, good. So yeah. So that's my wrap up. <laughs> that's my wrap up. Question mark. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I think it makes okay. sense. Good. But good into the world. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, then I guess that's all we got today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at closing these things. I need to learn how to succinctly close an episode. Because yeah. I'll just be like, okay, let's talk about all this. Okay, now we're at the end. Um, <laughs> awkward silence. Bye. <laughs> okay. So maybe just... Be confident about your ending. So say, in in summary, there's a lot of bad happening, so I'm putting a lot of good out there. And then, like, <laughs> and that's my point for today. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I see what you mean. And that's everything I got to say about that. Yep. <laughs> see? Jingle. Okay. We need okay. an exit jingle. So when you, when you feel awkward, you just start singing it. And we know there it's we time go. to fade to black. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good that's what yep. i'll do i'm gonna work on that. that's my homework for next time okay okay <laughs> all right stacy well i will i will talk to you next week <laughs> all right sounds good all right love you love you bye bye a hoots media production hoot, 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 hoot